Hello again, Dead 330. This is your daily MRE. I'm Cadet Monica. Here's my co-host, Cadet Aguilera. We have four sorties producing today. Number one, uh, revisiting the Space Force enlisted rank structure. They have uh, four different options. Three or four? Is it three? Four. Four different options today where they're going to let the vote actually go to the enlisted force. Let them decide what they want, what they think is best. Uh, maintainers rejoice! We have new clothing items. We are allowed... Tactical caps, that is coming within a year, but we're going to discuss that. And also, shorts on the flight line, I believe, is whenever the temperature is above 85 degrees in the area. We're now authorized to wear a blue shorts, which is just amazing. It's revolutionary. Really. Uh, number three, we have weirdest part changes. Uh, as we've talked about before, I was a maintainer. Uh, Albert, is it kind of a... Uh, I dabble in uh, the mechanical uh, side. Uh, I was an equipment operator, trades, but really. yeah, you know, stuff trades. breaks, you got to fix it. I like that. We're going to go over some of the weirdest stuff. Uh, we've either seen damaged or uh, stuff that we have fixed ourselves. And finally, uh, if you're in the military, you're not in the military, the one thing you know about the military is our punishments. They are unique. They are special. They are near dear to our heart. We're going to go through some that were just too good not to talk about, uh, yeah. some that were done to us, some that we've heard that way in the past that are not allowed anymore. We like to go through some of our favorite things. So let's just hop right into it. Space Force ranks. Let me just pull up this picture pull right up. here. Put, here right now. put those bad boys up. So, these are the four that they're going for. So, we have the the upside, well, not the, I'm not going to say upside down, but the, uh, so the, that second one is near identical to the Army Marines, Marines enlisted rank, as you can kind of see, uh, where it's just like that, it keeps going up and up, and then you have the bottom rows. The one on top, which I thought, we, we talked about earlier, which I thought was either the Marines or the Army and it just clearly wasn't, was the Upside Down. That was how the Army rank wore them back in, like, Civil War antebellum. It's like a throwback kind of Yeah, so I, that's why I kind of like it. So it's a little, but I don't like how much it actually, like, resembles the Army Marine ones, and I think we should stay with that. I like the third one because, I mean, it's literally just the Air Force one with, instead of a star, the Delta. They, I don't think they should do that. I, yeah, and then you have the fourth one, which is clearly the most unique, and I'm not a huge fan. I don't like how it goes rounded on the top. For like kind of like the rockers, kind of the 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 ones on top. You mean? Yeah. So yeah. I, I'd rather they just stayed uh, three on the bottom, or like mm. or three on top. And I feel like with the angle, because everything it's a very angular rank. I feel like that would actually look really good. I hope it becomes that one simply because of how it looks. I think it would be kind of crazy. So uh, we've mentioned this talking about uniforms before. Um, so, sort of like, you know, uh, in the Navy, the uh, the whole, the, the rank and your job is kind of yes. mixed yeah. into, like, I was EO3 because I was an equipment operator, third class me, my rank. Gotcha. Um, the ranks kind of have the same thing going. Okay. Um, where it's uh, sort of like, if you look at this bottom row, mm -hmm. the where they have the, uh, what's it called, the delta? Or no, the delta is the triangle. Yeah, the delta triangle in the so, world. You see how they have the world underneath it? Yeah. So, uh, in the Navy ranks, you would have, like, for example, we'll just talk about that first one, um, with the one strike. Yeah. So, you know, the top part would be, like, the Space Force. The middle, where the, the globe is, um, the Navy, that's where your, uh, like, your jobs insignia would go. Okay. So, like, the mechanics had, like, a wrench, of course, right? And, uh, whatever else, like, job insignia it is. So, it's, like, on the uniform, you could still tell what job someone had because it just had their insignia on it. Okay. So I think it would be kind of cool if the Space Force 
sort of, I don't know, blended. I mean, the, the ranks themselves don't look exactly like the Navy. Yeah. So it'd be kind of cool to maybe mix it up, throw that in there. They'd be the only other branch besides the Navy to do something similar. A lot of different ways they can take it. Absolutely. Uh, I, I definitely hope that, yeah, I, I don't, I don't like or prefer the top two only because yeah, it goes more towards like the Marine Army. And I mm-hmm. feel like if anything, we should stay close to the or the space or the roots. Stay, yeah, it's the roots of the Air Force, which is I'm okay with they go for third. I wouldn't be thrilled, but I'm okay with it. But I love the fourth because it is so out there. Like, oh yeah, no, I I love so it to be honest. Yeah. If I if I was the one picking it, I'd be like just go with that that bottom row. I'm I'm gonna say something wild here. Here we go. It's it's a little crazy. This is controversial. It might be a little controversial. Oh. So you see how it's boxed in by that whatever you would call that shape by its sizes, which I'm not going to say because I don't want to sound like <sighs> I don't know the shape by its sizes. I think it's a hexagon. Okay. Let's go with that. All Probably right. Not a hexagon. We'll fact check on the way back. We'll I'm going to get you back for that whole espresso incident, but... Oh. That's my fault. <laughs> um, so it's kind of blocked in by that border. Mm-hmm. I say get rid of that. I okay. say just do the stripes and then the world and the delta. Okay. And then... Then... With those, like, the rounded yeah, on top, yeah, the, I think it would look a lot better. Because I feel like it's it's supposed to fit this angle because they boxed it in. Right. So now that it doesn't, it feels off. I get what you're saying. Yeah. Which I know... Can you pull up... Actually, can, can you pull up the, uh, the the current ranks, the ones uh, from all the branches? Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you have that one? I have that one right here. Let's do a little, a little side-by-side real quick. Because... Um, yeah, so here's for all of them. Okay, because I was curious, like, again, if you look at the Navy, the Navy has the box. I, it's kind of yeah. like, it, it's not a hexagon or whatever shape it was, but it's kind of like a, still got the boxy thing. So, so I know yeah, what you're saying. Now that I look at the Navy ranks again, I now see 100% how it is, like, going off of the Navy. Mm-hmm. In, but instead of just one, I don't want to call it a loop, because I know it's not a loop. You're talking about that top part? Yeah. But isn't, doesn't that rank... I guess, no, that goes on your chest, yeah. Because it, it looks like it's made to go right here. It really is like... Oh, I get what you're saying. Funny enough, they never do. Not the enlisted ones. Really? Mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't even have known that. Just sleeves. Wow, that really does look just like the Navy. Yeah, one. that's why I saw it, and I'm like, oh, that's kind of cool if they go for it. But it's not exactly like it. Yeah. So I feel like they can kind of, they can work with it, you know? They can kind of play around with it. It would work if they left... The che- I, if they left the fatigues entirely and did a in between of both dress and like operational uniform, mm-hmm. obviously it doesn't have to be camo, right? But like, it's gonna sound funny, but something out of like the realm of Star Trek, where like they wear uniforms that both are look nice, but you know if they go on expedition, they're still wearing it. Yeah. So something that's that combines those two, I think, is the perfect in between. Yeah, I mean that that'd be. Perfect. It's like functional but stylish. Exactly. Yeah. Exact functional. But I mean, stylish. that'd be great. That's what I call ABUs, but they're gone now, so we can't even talk about those. Goodbye. Bye ABUs. Goodbye tiger stripes. Honestly. All right. Story number two. Maintainers rejoice. I say it again. Uh, as a maintainer in the past, there are some little things that if you had them, they would just make your life that much easier. One of those things is absolutely just shore some a flight line. Uh, for those who don't know. Uh, already on the fly line, if it's a very hot day, you can just take off your top, and it's just your shirt and pants and boots. It allows for a lot more free of movement. Uh, if it's hot, you can get a lot cooler, but obviously there's still that thing of, you know, you, your pants really weighing you down. So, and I know it was, uh, uh, what was it, 
Kadena. Kadena. It was Kadena who has done this already for a couple of years now. Where you're allowed to wear a, I'm put up right here, a blue shorts uh, with your top. You have to change. You can't walk into work with that. You have to change after a roll call. But it is everyone who I've talked to who has tried it has loved it. So is that at least before in Kadena's case was that just like a commander's discretion or? I, you know what I honestly. Or is it just that, so hot that they're like people might like die without these shorts? See, kind of scenario. I don't think so because I feel like they would have been put in like locations first which they haven't that's true yeah or i think they actually have but it was like unauthorized but your leadership would let it right it was yeah i think kadena was the first time that they had a documentation of afi saying hey you could do this right okay that was like the first time because i've seen people not at a home station but i think i've seen pictures of people like deployed in like stuff like that Mm -hmm. so it's not but it's this is the first time it's like hey air force wide everyone can wear them yeah which is incredible which is great, yeah. Which I, I guess, thankfully, I don't have to worry about wearing those again. I'm not gonna be right. in again. But it's one of those things that, like, it's great, but you kind of wish you were there when it happened. Absolutely, yeah. I'm happy for everyone who now gets to wear them because that is that's incredible. But you know, I'm kind of salty myself. But be happy for other people, you know. Uh, second part: tactical hats. Uh, tackle. It's a tackle. It looks like a baseball cap. Uh, I'm throwing those yeah, up. Put a picture up right now. Uh, so these were actually already authorized to some de- uh, people who are deployed. Uh, it's basically just an easier way instead of wearing the, uh, the standard garrison cap that we have to throw on. Uh, it has, if you're an author, it has rank or just American flag and then your name tape in the back. And it comes in both, I'm going to call it, because lack of a term, a trucker hat where it has that mesh. No, it is. Hat. Yeah, that's what I call them. It's, it's got that mesh. Yeah. yeah, trucker hat um, or just a plain OCP follow back. Um, I think that that's a fantastic idea. Uh, people have been trying way back in BDU era before my uh, I was in my sergeants would always tell me about times where you would wear uh, the BDUs you'd have like a baseball cap with like your squadron on it mm. so there's a lot of you know have, like squadron pride yeah 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 cool. no I, I like that I, I, I would like that. but just to kind of go back to it so now that we're going back to the baseball cap I think that's really cool for like heritage wise and, and functionality you're not allowed to have caps on in the flight line anyway so it's not like you're a lot of your Life has changed. Question. Go. These caps, um, where, I guess, where and when do you wear them? Is it so, like, scenario specific? So, the funny thing, the AFI has not changed yet. Okay. So, I don't know. I kind of want to say the wrong thing. Right. From what I understand, it's supposed to be at any time. So, now you can just, boom, baseball caps. Cool. So, it'd be like, I'm going to the BX baseball cap. Cool. What I'm going to imagine is that it will change per base per like commanders or base uh, base commanders approval. I think it's going to be if you're a home station, you can't wear them. Oh, really? This, um, this is all speculation. Um, I, I, I speculation yeah, disclaimer the for legal purposes. Bell, speculation belt. Yeah. Belt. Boom. And then I'm going to say that it's going to be if you're at work. So if you're like maybe if you're on the flat line, mm-hmm. you can wear them because it's like you can wear you can like wear it tightly and then you can put your headphones over. Right. Yeah. It's more functional than that's the what I'm gonna cap. say. But I'm gonna say if you were like, like you shouldn't be wearing it around the base regularly. That's my guess. Right. Okay. Because uh, even air crew, like they'll show up to uh, the flight line, they'll get like right, and they just have any baseball cap on, because wearing those headsets for a long period of time just kills your head. So it's like a little protection. Yeah. So now instead of having, you know, instead of like, it was always accepted, but yeah. instead of now breaking it, in fact, now it's just part of it. 
So I I understand how smart it move. Yeah, smart it, move. I do. I like this. It's like uh, it was decriminalized before. Now it's just legal. <laughs> now it's baseball caps are legal. Oh, that's yeah. We've been fighting for baseball caps <laughs> for so long. For long time. Well, uh, the reason I was asking too is because I I mentioned it to you before. Yes. And uh, here's some more Navy talk, right? I love it. But I love it's it. um they've been using the baseball caps. It's like a brown cap, right? Yeah. So uh, they used to be blue with like the old yeah. uniform. Um, Man, I would have pulled them out. I, I totally didn't expect it's to have this conversation. You but know, You know what? Boom. There you go. This yeah. is it. This is it. Uh, but yeah, so they used to be blue. Now they swapped the, their uniforms to the green ones. So they got like the, the coyote brown. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's kind of like what you mentioned with uh, the old school ones where it's like, uh, like I have the Nimitz one yeah. and then my battalion one. And it just has that logo right there. Um, but yeah, those are authorized just... All the yeah, time. Uh, whatever. So I would. Uh, it's either eight point or that one. So because yeah. I still have my, I still have my ID. You got your VA ID. You I do. Uh, I have my reserve ID. Um, and I, I mean, if I go on base, I see sometimes people with those hats on. I oh, think really? really cool. I think personally, for Air Force wise, we should have that with the jet you work on. If because most of the time you only work on one jet. I guess that would be squadron specific. But I think if your squadron is like a one jet. Like my, I was Greenside AMU. We were the forty six in the entire like Air Force. We were the yeah. forty six. It would be really cool if I just had a thing that's like forty six. Yeah. No, I, I think, think that's it. Awesome. Yeah, but that, yeah, that's just me. Kind of like a, it's almost like spirit gear. But it's, it's, yeah. it's nice. I always liked when it was like because we kind of lost morale shirts. Yeah, where, where we lost AMUs. We got these. We can't really wear morale shirts anymore. Yeah, which I liked only because they were always made of like a super breathable material. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like that athletic thing. I the, like that it. material. Yeah. It's so nice to wear. Yeah. That with the shorts, I'm oh, I'm easily flying. Good to go. Yeah. The air can't keep me down. <laughs> You're taking off with them. I'm taking. I'm flying in the air with all this breathability. Can't stop me. All this. Uh, what is it? Aerodynamics, dude. I'm so aerodynamic. <laughs> Love it. All right. Uh, story number three. Weirdest part changes. Okay. So now this one, I'm actually quite excited about because it's not most of the time at least for me, when I was changing parts. On the 135, I could narrow it down to the KC-135. I could narrow it down to probably like 10 parts. Mm-hmm. I would change. Because it was always the same ones, and then there's one that just never went Was this way. just because these were the common ones to break? or? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Because again, it is, it's one of those things that was like, it's a already 75-year-old jet. Oh, I'm God, probably yeah. highballing it a little bit because it was like the 1950s. But they're old. They're they're old, definitely old way place. past their life expectancy. To the point where nothing on it, like they're not making them. Is even made yet? Yeah, nothing on it is yeah. new. In fact, what? Uh, throwback to I just finished. Have you seen WandaVision? Yeah. You know the very the very end. Spoilers. It's the two visions fighting, and they yeah. have that thing of like, oh, if the boat rots away and is replaced with new pieces of wood, if all of the old pieces are replaced, is it still the is same? Is it still that? Yeah. That's a hundred. Other than the fact that they can't get rid of the entire structure, of right? The thing, yeah, that's how it felt. Where it was like this flap control valve has been changed twenty times mm-hmm. in like a month. Yeah, that's exaggeration, thankfully. But in a month, wow. No, it's not. <laughs> yeah, that would happen. But, yeah, but that's one of like a flap control valve would uh, would break all the time, or um, bypass control valve, like something like that. That's, mm-hmm. that's broken. Bypass. I think it's just a bypass valve. I've been out. I, I know these I, words. I've been out for too long. Anyway, we want to talk about uh, some specific things uh, that were different for us. Um, mine's kind of not quick but simple so I'm gonna go for it. you 
Go so, first. Yeah, mine, had, I feel like mine elaborate, but you had like mine are just. It's a funny story. The pieces are not interesting. Like okay. what actually breaks, but the funny is or the story is funny. So, as people know, the KC one thirty five is a strato tanker. So it, it gives fuel to the to the uh, stratosphere. No. Oh. <laughs> it refuels jets. In oh, the oh, okay. Okay. Just <laughs> gracious. I shouldn't say jets because jet implies jet engines. We have okay, we have like, right. You don't want to discriminate the, the, the platforms here. Yeah, you can't discriminate the, yeah. the prop planes. I, I love the props. Do they get refueled? Do they get? Yeah. No way, really? I'm like 95% sure. That is crazy. I don't think I've ever seen that. Yeah, it's wild. That'd be wild to see. Coolest thing is always watching the um, the B2. Oh, oh, really? That thing you're refueled? Yeah. Because it always just, it's just, it's so big. And when it gets really close to you, you're like, oh my God. Because <laughs> it's just like one little guy or like two people sitting there like, this is a massive movie. Yeah. It's hard, to me, it's horrifying. But, so I wanted to bring up this picture so I can kind of uh, go on what I'm talking about. So we'll have this up right here, obviously. Whoa. So right there in the center where you mm -hmm. see the little chin rest, that is where the person lays, the boom operator. Ah, yes. And so obviously that window right there with that that bar with the metal thing, what mm -hmm. happens is that thing will open up inwards. So right now you're facing aft. Okay. If you're looking, like the plane is going this way, mm -hmm. you're looking You're in the rear, right. There you go. So that thing will come, so you're looking this way, it'll open like this, and then you're looking out. I know there's more in, uh, explanation that's required, I just want to give as much backstory. And then you have the instructors, which will go on either side on those oh, is that very, what, very comfy is that that's half what? inch mats. I'm serious. <laughs> okay. So anyway, so they lay like that, and then they have their controls, you can kind of see it right there, mm -hmm. where it's like, that's what put the right and left hand, that's, then that's how they control it. They go like in and out, and control everything okay. right from there. So that thing that you see, that little black controller, is how they move it. Is how they move the boom. Like they look at it. You want to go left? You move it left. You want to go right? Put it okay. Right. And, full, and so, uh, for those who don't know, when aircrafts have problems, they 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 have a, a thing of forms. And if in flight anything feels weird, goes wrong, they write up in the forms. They land. They come to us. They debrief us, and then we work on the problem. And something kept coming back where it said. Um, Control stick made clunky noise, and we, we obviously we don't really know how to combat that. So we ran right. every object we could. We uh, we made sure that the little they're called rotavators, uh, the little they look like wings move in accordance with to like fly it in the air. Everything worked fine. Everything worked great. It, it passed everything we could have put it through. We sent it to fly again. Same thing. Clunk check good, and to the point that we didn't know what to do. But they were they they kept pushing and pushing and pushing to. To change really, like, you guys need to figure out this we, clunk. We need to figure out the clunk. The clunk. And so finally, I was on weekend duty. We work twelve-hour shifts. It's we're like eleven hours into a twelve-hour shift. And we find like that's when we started. I was like, awesome. So all this boils down to I had to climb underneath that main laying's place. Okay. So like that main in the the middle. Yeah. Like, the, I had uh, to go underneath it. And get a bolt that was behind another piece of metal. So I'm upside down, fiddling with something I can't see, just going for it, all to take out a spring that mm. was the paint had chipped a little bit on where it was rubbing. And so when it slightly moved, it would clunk, clunk. over the paint. Oh. I, and wow. I, I don't think I've ever, I've been so like upset. I had to just stop working for a second because I was like, this is it. It's not broken. It wasn't broken. It wasn't like decrepit. It was 
this shipped paint. And I, I just sat there for like 30 minutes and just, just took it all. Just, <laughs> just absorbing the moment. It, it, and I, I, I remember I wrote it off. I wrote off the, the thing, clunk check good. And I just, check. I went home. Oh, it was. Oh, so you just replaced that, that spray? Yeah, we, had, we, had, we bought a new spray and put that in. It was wild. That's insane. Yeah. All right, so what do you, what do you, how, I got to ask, how comfortable was it getting in there? Oh, it's, it's a, oh it, it, one, not even a little bit. Two, it, it like I I'm not usually claustrophobic, but oh it was tight. I got stuck and I was like oh I, no. I, I, I got to take a second and be like I'm okay. Just gotta go slow because there's no you're not supposed to go under there. There's no room under there. That's insane. Yeah, and I couldn't like I couldn't go in normally like this right. because there's what am I gonna do? That like there's glass there. I can't just so I had to go in under. That's wild. The KC135. I would is, freak out. Is still flying by the sheer will of maintainers. I think because it, it's just like, I won't let... Will you or aim? A little bit of both. Maybe. A little both. Because at, at points, like, it's an inanimate object. We get, I get personal with it. I oh, yeah. Like, no, I, that's a relatable feeling. Oh, yeah. When you're just like trying to fix something and it won't fit. You're like, I'm trying to help you. It's you like, try to reason and with it. And it's just like plain. Yeah, it's, it's plain. plain. And you're here pleading like, it's dude, just like, come please, on. Like, listen to me. Talk to me. I did that with the 46 a lot. Like, it was, I always thought I was like, those are computers and stuff. I'm like, what's wrong? Tell me, come on. What's, what's the matter up to me? It's like, just, 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 just explain help. to me. I can help you. Like an insane person. Yeah. That's been there. I'm been happy there. I'm not alone. <laughs> All right. So what do you got? Okay. So, uh, let me set the scene, right? Oh boy. 1947. No, I'm kidding. Uh, what? So, <laughs> <laughs> the Air Force is crazy. How long have you been around? <laughs> Uh, no, so this was... Right, want me to set the... When, when am I setting the scene? Uh, uh, throw up, um... I'll start with, uh... With the Humvee. Boom. Right here. Okay. This is it. Very few people, I think, don't know what a Humvee is, but... It is, yeah. So we got it the is reference. our most iconic 100%. military vehicle. Um... It was, uh, deployment 2017. Okay. Scratch that. 2018. Already. Okay. So, no. Deploy... Uh, Pacific Island. So it's hot. It's tropic. Okay. You got palm trees. Uh -huh. Not really, but just trees. It's kind of like, imagine a forest, right? Okay. We're rolling in there. Um, we're trying to do a little, uh, what's it called? Um, maybe it's like, I can't remember. I don't think it's called earthworks, but we're disturbing the dirt. We're trying to set up a camp. Okay. So we're like, you know, taking trees down and whatever, moving stuff around. Um, and we had a couple, we had like one or two Humvees with us okay. for, you know, just regular transport. Um, and uh, we figured, well, we got to the site, we get to work, we're setting the camp up, and we figured like, hey, uh, we're not really using the Humvees right now for anything. Um, there's people who, uh, we, we can make this a training opportunity, right? We can get some people licensed on it. Mm -hmm. uh, so... You know, our higher-ups think that's a great idea. They get a couple of the builders uh, to come in who didn't have a license, and they're like, you can just drive around, and that counts as hours because you're operating it, right? I love it. Um, they get this good idea where they're like, let's take it off-road. And they're like, we'll drive around uh, where the tents and stuff are supposed to go, and maybe it'll flatten out the ground a little bit. Some kind of, like, imp improv, uh, what's that called? Like, leveling, right? Mm -hmm. Um so whatever, they go for it. And I wasn't there when it happened, but uh, I was off doing something oh, else. Oh, thank God, right? Like, you're just like... Oh. Yeah, because I don't know... 
Because you'd have to be there, like, why did this happen? Like, I, I have no answer. Yeah, no, that's very true. I, oh, God, the paperwork. Anyways, uh, so they're driving, and then eventually someone comes up, and they're like, you need to come see the Tumbie. And I'm like, what happened? And they're like, well, it's broke. And I'm like, well, like, what's broke? Like, you know, like, how broke is broke? How broke is broke? This is the denial phase, where you're just oh, like, you're just like, we could, this is fine. It's, it's not really broken. Yeah, it's fine. You know? Because I'm thinking, like, okay, like, th- did they smash, like, a mirror? Like, you know, like, whatever. Is they're, it, Yeah, they're in the looking at the engine light being like, it's fine. Yeah. Emotionally. Yeah, yeah. And then, whatever. So I get out there, and <laughs> the scene is hilarious now in retrospect, because I'm, like, walking up, and it's, like, the dude who was driving, the person who was, like, instructing. Yeah. Um, one other person, I guess, like, a spectator that would happen to be there, and, like, our, our chief. And I walk up, and I talk to my buddy, and I'm like, what? I heard this broke. Like, what's up? He's like, no, go around the front, and just look at the front of it, and tell me what you see. And I'm like, okay. So I roll around to the front of it. Nick, there's, um, there's a root that's about, like, the length, arm's length, from shoulder to fist, right? Mm-hmm. About that big. Smashed through the grate into the radiator. Yeah. Um, not a pretty sight. Because it's like something... You see this and you're like, oh, this is completely wrong. <laughs> this is broke. Yeah, I know. Well, the light broke, side, broke. On the light side, like, <laughs> something's not right. Yeah. Like, I, we can't just write this off. And it's just immobile. And now there's just this oh. thing in there. And I have all these questions running through my head. Like, are we... Do we take it out? Do we leave it in? Like, like... Like it's a wound. We can't, yeah. And it's like, I mean, are we going to spill, like, radiator fluid everywhere? Like, all these questions. Like the scene from Family Guy. Do I take it out? Do I leave it out? Yeah, li- it out? literally that, it? yeah. That scene, just with a Humvee. Oh, my God. You, I I could have immediately, right when somebody says, like, hey, we had, like, an issue, and then you walk out, and then your buddy, whoever you were, he's like, you need to see this? Yeah. That's when you know, you're like, all right, I'm going to be here all day. Yeah. Like, this is, this is a it's like, day affair. You go between, like, this is going to be good. And then you see it and you're like, damn, this is my problem. Like, yeah. You're like, ah. That is where you're like, oh, this is my problem, isn't it? Yeah. That would happen uh, for us, yeah, whenever it was like an excessive hydro leak. And I mean, like, sometimes it was massive and you're like, oh, no. Yeah, you're That's like, me. like, I'm not. This is my problem. It's like, oh, wait, no, this is my problem now. Yeah. Uh, and to be honest, I don't even know, like, how that problem was resolved. I feel like you'd have to just take it out and then just see what's damaged and, like, start changing. Yeah, because, I mean, at the, at the, dude, what is especially sucky about this story is, at the time, we had only two mechanics with us. Oh, no. Mm-hmm. That's, that's done. You've now put them aside. You yeah. can't work on anything And else. one was an E5, who, I'll give him this, he knew what he was doing. Yeah, okay. Good mechanic. And the other one was, like, a, just a junior troop, E3, E4, yeah. I can't remember. they get tools, which is yeah. So I think we just, I think they slapped it in neutral and just rolled it back to where we had our yard set up. And they're like, I guess we'll deal with this now. I mean, yeah, that's a whole Humvee down. Yeah. That's that was actually, it was down for a while too. I would imagine so. The The worst part about like where we were was like so remote. Well, we had the Air Force doing uh, our supply runs with the C-130s because mm-hmm. there was like an actual functioning like, civilian airport, that was small, but it was, oh, yeah. well, we can land Around. here. Yeah. So, we were completely dependent on, like, one, our logistics, which, like, and then, two, like, 
Air Force logistics of like actually transporting it. Yeah. So for a while, they're like, uh, like that Humvee was like down for maybe two weeks after that. And it's like, why is this like still broken? And they're like, we asked for like parts, but they'll get here when they get here. Yeah, and like I, we were. And there's like, nothing yeah. you can do. You know and what like, I mean? I, I, like McConnell, we have to sometimes are like, hey, it's it's on its way. Like, you know, yeah, like it's we're getting the part, mm-hmm. especially on a remote right location right. like that. Wow. Yeah. Don't you it's, love love our jobs? Yeah. I did learn something very cool though. What? Since we're kind of talking about the C-130s or whatever, we had um, a fuel truck. Well, we had we were also in charge of uh, fuel operations. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I was licensed on like almost everything we had there. So I would take the fuel truck down to the flight line, um, and they had like a special gate for like yeah. maintenance. It's for maintenance, but they would let us through it yeah. just because it was like direct access into the flight line. So we'd roll in there, and I'd roll with the fuel truck, stage it, and then the C-130 would straight up land, taxi all the way up to where we were, and they can just hook up directly into the fuel truck and give us fuel from their wing. What? And I'm like, what? Seeing that? Dude, I had never seen this before. And I'm like, I didn't even know you could do this. Well, I didn't even know you could do that. And the, the load masters and whatever are acting like, oh, just another day on the job. And I'm freaking out on this fuel You're truck. like, what is this? I'm like, this is magic. Yeah, no, it's awesome. I love that. I love being humbled by stuff. Like you think you've seen it all, and somebody has. Yeah, that's how I was. I'm like, I've I've driven this. I've done fuel so often, and then they come in and just start like, oh, you want fuel? Boom, right yeah. there, for completely straight right. from the plane. Love it. <laughs> Last but not least, our sortie military punishments. Now, ROTC, we're a little light on that. Obviously, we can't. You can't do a left face wrong and immediately get on your face and give us ten to fifteen. But yeah. Mm-hmm. I would imagine. honestly leave that would be a lot more fun. That lab would be uh, if you do if you. Man, it's like a game changer. Just watch people get dropped. That'd be wild. Like would, uh, we had something where it was like it became for other things, but if you drop something, everyone would yell "follow it." Oh really? That became other stuff where like if you did something wrong, they just say "follow it," and you'd give like ten to fifteen. Oh really? I did that with uh, some of my like E twos, E threes. Oh for real? If they dropped it like a wrench or like a screw, follow it. Like that's fun. I'm not, I'm, not to, I'm not asking for like 50. <laughs> right, right, 10 right. 10 to 15. Yeah, just, You're, and it's, you laugh, aha. Yeah. But that, other than that, I always found that fun. That's cool. I follow it. I, was, I, I like that. Follow. I actually really like that for some reason. I gotta write that Get down. ready if I'm POC. Yeah. <laughs> Next oh. semester, GMC gonna be on their face. Unless I can't do that. I'm not gonna do that. Um, Alright, Milton. Someone's gonna watch this and be like, revoke their EAs. It was like, oh wow, no. No. <laughs> By the way, about the time of recording this, EAs still uh, are not out. Hopefully they will be by either by the time this is out or a yeah, little bit after. Uh, good luck to all of you guys. Uh, hopefully us Seriously. as well. We're we're hoping every, everyone deserves it. We really hope everybody gets it. Uh, anyway, back to military punishments. Right after that, uh, I'm gonna start with my favorite, and it's I thankfully never did this, but I did know not people who did, but I sergeants who gave this out. Who of did? The or, yeah. Or who did it? And to... some of these are definitely a little dated. Uh, these aren't allowed now. You know. Old school military, old school air force. Getting smacked around, definitely can't do that anymore. Yeah. Oh my god. Which you probably shouldn't oh, have been man. able to ever. Actually, that reminds me of some hold crazy on. stories. Yeah, hold on to it. We're, we're getting ahead of ourselves. My favorite is uh, paint the flight line. Mm. Now, a lot of things in the military sound like one thing and do that, like follow it. You, that, how would you know that meant get on your face right, when you drop yeah. something? Paint the flight line is not that. Paint the flight line is exactly what you think it is. It is, if you mess up, you come in on a Saturday or a Sunday, 
and you paint the flat line. As people all know, the flat line, uh, like there's a red line that surrounds it, you can't cross, so SECFO will, uh, or security forces will uh, put you on your face, uh, arrest you, or at the very least question you. Uh, there's different white lines, there's oh. yellow, yeah, yellow lines, showing where aircraft park. It's a bunch of different like guidelines. So you, you just training. go ahead and paint all that? You start painting. That... You just paint the flat line, wow. usually for like 12 hours a day. Wow. Which is, that's like, instead of getting like paperwork, you get that. Yeah. Which is like a whole thing. So it's a, it's a trade-off. Uh, so that's, that is my, my big one. You had something here, which I would very much, a... please, this, this is, you see memes about, I'm sure if I Google it, and I saw, I'm going to say, oh, I've here. seen the memes, and it's like seeing that, like people are like, haha, that's crazy, and I'm just there like, this is a personal experience, what I'm about to talk about. Um, uh, what, what do you even call it? Just sweeping the rain? That's exactly what it is. What it's very you? literal. I huh? didn't, what did they give you? Did you have like a squeegee, or did you have a broom? It was a broom. It was, uh, I had a broom, some people had push brooms. I feel like you were hazed. I feel like you talked to somebody about this. This is, uh, this is like my therapy session. Where's the jazz? We're getting all this out. Not helping me, that's... <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, this is, um... Walk us through you how it happened. Maybe not what caused, you don't have to give us like what you did wrong. To be honest, I didn't, I didn't even do anything. It mm -hmm. was just like, I got roped into a group punishment, and I'm like, I guess I'm here now. Sounds about right. Um, yeah, right. How military is that? Anyways, uh, so setting the scene, it was actually on the ship. Ooh. Um, you know, so you swept the rain on the ship. Hold on. You're, you're, I'm sorry. I'm getting excited. You're, you're, you're too far. Yeah. So we're on the ship. I was on an aircraft carrier. I don't know if I've ever mentioned that on the pod, but yeah, uh, it's a big ship. Yeah. Uh, 3,500 people. Those Ooh. are your coworkers. Oh my God. Yeah. And, um, how big it is. Anyway, keep going. Yeah. No. Um, it was a full day of work. I, I can't even really remember what took place that led up to this like mass punishment, mm -hmm. but uh, it's. I do remember this. It was getting close to like when we would at the end of the day we would like muster up as a department. So okay. you know everybody. Well, okay. At the end of the day on a ship, it, every day ends the same. It ends with um, they'll announce cleaning stations. Okay. And you take an hour out of like the very that last hour of the day to clean the ship. Okay. And um, every department has their own spaces that they'll clean, so, you know, but everybody cleans. And it, this took place after that because we would muster up and, uh, you know, it was kind of like end of the day announcements and then whatever, like, leadership says whatever they need to say. And that's like, all right, you know, goodbye, go home, whatever. Yeah. Um, or, like, not goodbye, there's still more work to do, which happens. Which does happen. But anyways, it was around that time after cleaning stations we're all expecting to muster up and do our thing and uh the word gets out where it's like hey uh like no one go to to our muster spot um like they want us all the way out and this uh location is called the fantail it's all the way on the rear of the ship okay so all the way aft um we all get out there and uh i can't i don't think it was the whole department because that would have been an absolute cluster of people, but I think it was my division, which is still a lot of people. So imagine like 15, 20 people. Yeah. Um, and we're all out there and whatever we did wrong gets brought up, you know, our leadership's yelling at us, blah, blah, blah. It's raining. And they're like, everybody go get brooms. And I'm like, oh no, this like, it's already after cleaning stations. Like <laughs> I, I have a feel, I have a bad feeling about this. <laughs> I have a bad feeling, Nick. Whatever. We go get brooms. We come back, whatever. And our chief is like, 
Oh, actually, scratch that. It wasn't our chief. It was our first lieutenant, which the ranks here are not what yeah, you no, think that, they are. That's like, a, that's like an E03. So there's, if the Navy doesn't have an actual rank of first lieutenant, that's a position that you hold on the ship. Okay. So it. you are the ship's first lieutenant, right? I'm hearing that. Crazy. Uh, his actual rank, he was an 05. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, but he was, uh, like, basically the top dog of our department, as well as the ship's first lieutenant. He comes down. He's like, all right, um, here's what I, I want. Uh, no one's going home. This is a liberty item. So no one's going home until all the standing water gets swept off the fantail. Because it's an exposed uh, spot. Yeah. Uh, and I take a look out there, and I'm like, that's crazy. Because uh, it's still raining. It's still raining, Nick. <laughs> and we can't go home until all the water's gone. Oh so we're out there fit like 10, 15 people deep, sweeping water, getting rained on. And you almost have like this, uh, I don't even know how to describe it. Maybe it's a, it's a bit of a, a spiritual experience where you wonder just what went wrong. An, ep an epiphany. It's an epiphany, yeah. And you're like, oh, you know. Oh, that's great. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's so great. Yeah, so we're out there. We did that for a while. Um, as it, you know, to add insult to injury, you can kind of peek around the corner and you'll see the uh, brows, which are like the bridges that connect the ship to shore. Okay. Uh, so what you walk across to like, you know, leave yeah. the ship or get on. Um, so we're there. I'm soaking wet and I'm holding the broom like this, you know. I'm watching all these people do this. I'm like, this is crazy. I look over and I can get a perfect shot of just like the bridge or the brow. And people leaving. And it's like, at the end of the day, it's like, imagine 3,500 people trying to leave all at once. It's a mass exodus yeah. of like, get me out of here. So I'm seeing this stampede of people leaving, and I'm like, could be one of them, but I'm not. That is incredible. Yeah. So that's a funny story now. That's funny It's something I can laugh well, at don't now. Don't they say comedy is tragedy plus, like, plus time? Plus time, yeah. You You're right. So there you go. So my... I don't even know. We should have saved that for last. I don't know. I, I have nowhere to go from here. So I'm, not, I'm just going to yeah. give some of the fun ones. Yeah. So that was painful. This is just <laughs> some fun ones. Um, this was another one that a, a sergeant told me. Um, we have something in, in the maintenance field called QA, Quality Assurance, which, I mean, that's, that's things other places too. Uh, basically, they go around to make sure everyone's doing jobs properly. Assure the quality. Yeah. And you, you have to, uh, when you're doing certain jobs, it requires certain PPE. Uh, Protect, uh, Personal protect, protective equipment? Yeah, so whether that's latex gloves, goggles, an apron, something to protect. And if it requires it, certain jobs do, and they'll say that right there. Uh, if you're not wearing it, you get a QA fail, which you have to go see the commander, or other things, just punishments will happen. Anyway, this uh, one person got in trouble for not wearing their PPE, got written up, did the whole process. Got happened again. Got written up, went to go see the commander, did the whole process. Happened a third time. And at that third time, he did the whole everything he had to do. I, I think he almost got uh, an Article Fifteen. It was like a whole thing. But anyway, what wow. He, what, well, I mean, three times. Three times. Come that, on, buddy. Be, yeah, like get with the program. Seriously. But his uh, supervisor, what he had to do was he came in on a Saturday, and for twelve hours, they put on and took off different PPE, whether that was putting on <laughs> goggles, putting on gloves, putting on an apron. All right, now take it off. All right, now put it back on. All right, now take it back off. For 12 hours they did this, and it was different types of stuff for different jobs. Oh, man. It, That's it, awesome. That was 
the most that's so funny I've ever heard. I'd love to imagine like the scene was like uh, kind of like a, a table, a long table, it's like, and it's just like gloves, aprons, goggles, and, like any PPE that you could find on base. You you brought it. And I kind of had this thing like you know you hear stories about people. It's a weird segue. How like sometimes people in like prison they say like after a certain amount of time it's just you know they just go with it. Mm-hmm. That one that's how basic was where you're just like eventually this is oh yeah. Eventually, you're like, this is my life now. This is all segueing to, like, if I was being told to do all that stuff, I'd eventually reach a mindset, probably around, like, hour four or five, where I'm like, yeah, okay, this is my life now. Yeah. And you're just doing it. The The tenacity of the sergeant to just sit there and watch it. No, it's hardcore. To actually, like, give it 110% the entire time, that's wild to me. I hope you use that as a, oh, that's definitely an EPR bullet, right? It has to be. Something. Training. 12 hours of training? That sounds pretty good to me. You have to spice it up a little bit, but... Well, yeah, but I mean, like, the gist of it, yeah, right? Raise the spirit decor of the individual area. Correct. Something like Correct that. Corrected, yeah. Corrected action, I don't know. Can you put that down as a bully? Yeah, if, if you were, were it, right? That's all, that's all it comes down to, isn't it? Well, because in the end of the day, you did do something. You did do corrected right. action. Yeah. I, no, I don't think you could say, like, 12 hours of PPE training. <laughs> that wouldn't <laughs> sound hilarious. Good. I'd love to see it, though. That would. Uh, another one of my favorites, this is uh, going back all the way to basic. You always hear the best ones from basic. Uh, this was a little old. This is right at that cusp where they stopped doing the old school stuff and like started doing new school. So we have things in the military's uh, flag conditions. Uh, I think it's like yellow, red, uh, and then black. Basically, if it's too hot, you can't do a certain amount of things. You have to have a certain balance of work and rest. So people don't get heat, heat exhaustion. It's for safety. It's, it's smart. It's useful. Uh, black flag conditions being the worst, so it's uh, that that means it's past a certain tre- threshold. I think it's like ninety five and up. It's just too hot to like do anything. Basically. Yeah, so ba- it's like if for every ten minutes of work you need like fifty minutes of rest or something. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it's, it's like it's, it's like close to that, an hour of rest. Yeah, yeah it's like, like that hot. Work. That like if you do this, you'll exert yourself too much. Anyway, so what would happen? So it was a my MTI told me this from a previous flight that he did, and what happened was he somebody an airman just get more trainee kept messing up and messing up and messing up. The point where he, he was going to yell at him and say, get on your face, like drop and give me some push-ups. But he couldn't because they were on the tarmac Oof. and it was too hot to physically put hands on. So he realized he couldn't. So he said, go thank, the, go look at that black flag, give your pointing statement and thank him 20 times for not, for allowing you to not get on your face right now. Go. And apparently he just stood there saluting him, uh, training, blah, 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 reports as ordered. Thank you for not making me get on my face. Salute down, salute back up, training, blah, reports as ordered. I think that is... The funniest thing, because you really—that's a—you're not hurting anybody. No, I feel like that is—that is a useful tactic. It's so creative. It really is. I love hearing about the creative ones. I think I truly think MTIs are some of the most creative individuals. Oh yeah, because some because especially now they can't curse, so you hear a lot. Some of of the stuff they say is just straight up like it's. I I know I had personally I had these moments in boot camp where it was like they would say something completely serious, straight faced, and it takes. Almost everything inside of you to not laugh. Oh, yeah. Because what they're saying is ridiculous. And I feel like they know it, too, because they say it yeah. over and over. They're like, you're trying. Like, what? Yeah. There's no way you're yelling. They want someone to just butt, like, just break. Just start yes. laughing. Absolutely. Uh, you had you wrote down something similar to that. Yeah, like, so um, I can't really remember the, the details, but uh, one of our chiefs one time went up to, um, you know, a junior troop who was just messing something up or maybe he just didn't like him. I don't know. Yeah. But he did. Yeah, it happens. He went up to him and he said something. Um, 
Well, is it? Oh, yeah. He looks at him and he goes, "I want you to go to walk up to the trees that you find and thank them for working so hard to produce the oxygen that you waste every day." That's a stinger. Was this an E seven? Was it? Yeah. It gives off E seven. Yeah, oh, it's it just, just it tastes like you could air. you you could taste the salt as he was saying. This. My goodness gracious! And the kid did it. Uh, <laughs> the kid did. Yeah, I mean, well, kind of at that like, point. Yeah, I'm gonna go thank some trees now. He thanked a couple trees, and then our chief kind of watched him for a minute. And you could tell that like he he definitely thought this was hilarious. He's like, he's there like all cross arm, like making sure he looks you know like <laughs> like mad, but inside he's like, this is hilarious. I have someone talking to trees. So, yeah, he watched them for a second, and then he was like, all right, I got chiefy things to do. And he I have chiefy things to do. I don't know what they are, but... Oh, my God. Well, I think that does it for us here at your daily MRA. We had some fun ones today. Yeah, this was, this was fun. I was very, Good I was very happy with those. Uh, hopefully, we'll get back to you next time on the Space Force ranks, because apparently that seems to be a recurring topic on this show. Yeah. We discuss those. They're always up to something. Man. I like... Listen, everyone Everyone knows I'm a, I'm a Space Force boy. And yeah. I, I'm, I'm gunning for this. You're a spaceman. I would absolutely love a spaceman, yeah. Uh, that does it for us. Why don't you give us a, uh, a safety brief? All right, so we're going to wrap this up with, uh, with a safety brief. Yes, please. All right. <clears throat> so this one's going to be a little bit of a fun fact. Okay. Uh, you know, for those of you at home... Uh, if you know a hard hat, right, you see them at construction sites. Mm -hmm. uh, not sure, did you guys ever have to use them for anything? Oh, absolutely. All the yeah. Time. We had some weird tangent. We had some that were, they, they were legal and they were like certified. Uh, they were shaped like cowboy hats. I've seen those. I always wanted them. I'm going to try to pull the picture right now. Yeah, those are honestly awesome. I love those. But anyways, uh, on your standard hard hat, those things on the inside, we, we used to just call it the guts, but it's like right. the actual frame, the yeah. structural part of it. Uh, did you know that after one hard hit, you have to get that swapped out? So after a big old clunk, you gotta, you're supposed to swap it out because they're only rated for one hard hit. Look at that. I wonder what counts as a hard hit. Yeah, I don't know what the metric is. Because like, I've dropped a couple of hard hats. Is that right? Like it's a certain distance? There's definitely an answer and I just don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Is I've the, never seen like the, the, like, the, the regulation. Yeah. Somebody comes up to I've gotten hit pretty hard wearing those things. Like, I've had moments where I'm like, actually, I'm glad I had this. Oh, me too. Because that would have hurt. Yeah. That's your safety brief. So I if you have a hard that. hat, go go forth, swap those guts out. Um, <laughs> You're safer and you know something. You'll be safer for it. Thank you all for coming. Thank See you for coming. Time. Goodbye.